Finishing up the Run Crew series, we have We Run 313 coming up now. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Runwave Podcast. I am your host, Kim. If this is your first time tuning in, welcome to the show. If you are a return listener, welcome back. I truly appreciate you. If you haven't already done so, please be sure to subscribe to the Runwave Podcast on your favorite podcast app. And if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, pause this show, scroll up, and rate the show five stars (laughs) and leave a written review if you can written reviews really help out the show it helps it to get recommended to other runners and it just keeps this little show that could going this is the final episode in the run crew series and today i am interviewing lance and joe the founders of we run 313 which is a detroit-based run crew and a fairly new run crew at that they were founded in 2019 and they are actually doing really big things and I love when I get to see black entrepreneurs who are just making a difference in their community and in the run community specifically so let's get into the show I want to introduce Lance and Joe to you guys. They are from the We Run 313 crew. Welcome to the Runway Podcast, gentlemen. What up, dog? And they are outfitted in their We, we Run 313 gear. I need to give me some of that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so first, tell me a little bit about yourselves. Lance, you can go first. All right. So um, my name is Lance Woods, born and raised on the west side of Detroit, Michigan, Um, educated in the city um, since elementary school all the way through high school. Um, Then I went off to uh, Nashville, Tennessee to study uh, business administration with a concentration in supply chain management at Tennessee State, Tennessee State University the Tennessee State University. (laughs) And then um, after I graduated, I moved back to Detroit, um, did a little supply chain management work, um, found out that really wasn't my passion. So then I started going into youth development, mentoring, motivational speaking, started working in the schools for about five years. And uh, within those five years, I discovered this passion of running and um, started running in like 2015. And have been running since. <laughs> the rest is history. What about you, Joe? Um, well, my name is Joe Robinson. I'm from Detroit. I'm from the east side of Detroit. Um, for like the last maybe 10 years, I was into music. Um, I mean, obviously I went to high school and, and college and stuff like that, but I was into music more so. Uh, I went to college, but it really wasn't my thing like that, you know what I'm saying? Um, then I, when I was like 18, I got into music. And not as a musician, but I got into more on the administrative side. So like music management, talent management, uh, and touring, touring management. I work with some pretty, pretty, some pretty big artists. Um, I've toured all around the continent. Um, and uh, yeah, and I discovered running 
at about in about 2015 was just the initial discovery and then and then like 2016 uh, I began to kind of say okay and then 2017 I was like all right and then 2018 I was like okay I'm doing this and then 2019 was I just kind of took it too far so you both <laughs> you both started running at this about the same right, year yeah right around the same time yeah yeah time, yeah we didn't know each other either mm-hmm. I was just gonna ask you that did you meet during through running uh we met yeah through running yeah but it was because Lance and I we were doing the same things um uh, and it's funny here in Detroit Detroit is divided east and west um unlike New York which is divided into five but um Detroit is simply just divided east and west and uh Lance was on the west side of Detroit and I was on the east side of Detroit and we were doing very similar things as far as running goes and just some mutual friends kind of put us together they said y'all should link up now what's east and west because i went to detroit for the free press marathon when was the last year 2019 yeah i think that was the last mm-hmm. year so the only place that i went was motown what side of town is that that's like down that's- Wait, wait, I know I didn't go anywhere. That's the west side. That's the west side. That's right down the street from my high school. You you went to Most Town Museum? Yeah, I went there. And then I went I went to um where's that Detroit versus everyone store? Oh, you was downtown. So Detroit versus everybody. Everyone. Everybody. Right. (laughs) (laughs) I went in that area. What's that? Eastern Market? Mark. Yeah, that's yeah. That's, so I was in that area and I ate at a black uh soul food restaurant. I don't remember the name, but it oh, was vegan soul. Was it, it was it BB's? It was like kind of small, not too tiny, but it was like it wasn't on that main drag where that uh, yeah, the, uh it was like yeah, I think it is on a corner. Yeah, that's BB's. He's from Seven Mile, he's from that guy from the east side of Detroit. But they had some lobster mac and cheese. Mm. That was good. good. Okay, so Motown is what area? That's West Side. West Side. Because you know when people, when I came to Detroit, I don't need to the tourist things. I didn't see the real Detroit. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but that's, yeah, that's really the real Detroit. I mean, if you would have went further west, you would have been like in the hood. I mean, really, Motown Museum is in the hood for real, for real. You went around you the corner just, and it was the hood. Yeah, yeah. you go around the corner. Yeah, you was <laughs> yeah. on you was on West Grand Boulevard. Mm-hmm. I, it was uh, interesting to say the least, but yeah, I I think um, I actually liked Detroit. It wasn't what you hear. Like I didn't go mm-hmm. to like Eight Mile. That's that's what we know. Like Eight Mile because Eminem made it. that's not no. Let me tell. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. <laughs> so I lived in New York, right? Mm-hmm. And that's what everybody used to always say. Where you from? Yeah. Oh, like eight mile. Like, mm-hmm. like uh, that's what we know is eight mile in Motown. Like we don't. I don't hear crazy. anything else about Detroit. Yeah. Well, you heard we were three one three. So let's get into that. I heard of y'all. <laughs> so <laughs> tell me about your crew. We run three one three. When was it founded? Uh, yeah. So yeah, we run three one three was founded on May fourth. 2019 all right so joe and i um we were meeting 
um, and running together prior to that. And um, well, Joe and I met in February of 2019 and uh, we were running together and everything because we were put together through mutual friends. And then um, as we started running together, we kind of put our ideas together and was like, yo, how can we take the things that we know and um, create something bigger? So um, we founded it. Well, we started planning and everything like April for real. And then this launched um, May 4th, 2019. So we did it by just putting out uh, um, what was that? What was that website that we used? Splash that link. Yep. So we just gathered a whole bunch of people. We utilized both of our networks. And then we had like 150 to 160 people sign up. And then out of those people, um, about 100, it was close to 100 people that showed up that very first run. And then from there, we just kept building. Um, we didn't know what it was going to look like after that initial run. We, but didn't we just went back to like, look, yeah. Yeah, we didn't. It was just, I mean, we had a flow of how we wanted the day to go. But after that, it was like, yo, like, we knew then we had something special and we had to continue to build on it because the people was asking us like, yo, when's the next one? That's a large group for your first outing. You know, I've been in yeah. group runs and there's like five people there. <laughs> oh, for real. We know. <laughs> mm -hmm. So when does your group meet? Do you have like weekly runs run yeah. two or three times a week? What's your schedule look like? So it's like three times a week. Um, is two mile Tuesday, which is like two mile Tuesday, which is which was our initial event, but we, we had called it like a fun run when we first started, but then it just evolved mm -hmm. into two mile Tuesday. Um, two mile Tuesday is our um, is our it's our like beginner stage run, you know what I'm saying? It's like the run where for everyone who like if you don't run that much, if you want to get into running, or if you're not trying to really or if you're just trying to get your feet where you're really trying to see, you just like our introductory event. You know what I'm saying? And we do it every week. We don't cancel no Tuesdays. Um, like we don't cancel no runs for real. <laughs> we don't cancel any. We don't cancel any runs. So anyway, so we do Tuesdays, two miles. Uh, it's a one mile run with a break in the middle. And what that break is? That break is not timed. That break is based on the last person completing their one mile. So we wait for everybody to finish. When everybody get there, then we um, we take a nice big family photo, depending on the landmark, which is pretty much the same place every time. And then we head back. So we do one mile in, one mile back, um, and then we congregate after. And then on Thursday, we do a, a 5K and a 10K uh, group. It's called 5K, 10K Thursdays. Um, it's sort of like a night run, you know what I'm saying? Uh, by the time we done, it usually beat the sun beat went down. Um, 5K, 10K Thursdays is two groups, 5K group and a 10K group. They both do the first 5K together. And then the second uh, 5K, which is in the 10K, they split off and kind of do another one and come back. And then on Saturday, I mean, on Sundays, we long run. Um which our long runs is like from 10 from anywhere from 10 to 18 miles. And we got kind of like, we started doing this thing last year where we was like, cause our Tuesday and Thursday run are reoccurring at the same place every single week, mm -hmm. you know? So last year we started doing this thing where we was just like picking these 
locations to go long run in. You know, you're a runner, so you know that, you know, trails are the best. Mm -hmm. Paved trails, gravel trails, just nature trails and different things like that. So we kind of made it like a field trip type thing to kind of start going to these uh, different locations around the metro Detroit area. So three times a week, two mile Tuesday, 5K, 10K Thursday and Sunday long run. So what kind of runners does your group make? Like, what's the racial makeup of your group? Because I know Detroit is like, what is it, like 80, 85 percent black? 85. Yeah. And our, mm -hmm. our run club is is predominantly black, um, like 92 <laughs> percent, probably more than that. Mm -hmm. um, however, I mean, we encourage all races to come run with us. That's just the makeup of the city. And you I mean, who you are is what you're going to attract. But um, I mean, we we've attracted all type of runners, all type of people, um, whether that's beginners to elites. Um, but yeah, in, in terms of the demographics, in terms of, um, ethnicity, that's what we're attracting. So do you think that your community, are you like more of a competitive group, a more social recreational group? No, nah, we, so we, we are social run club that aims to connect like-minded individuals through running to build a healthier and happier community. Mm -hmm. Um, that's what our whole slogan is connect, run and build. Um, it's all about building community for us. Um, it's not about being the fastest or or trying to become an elite. However, um, there are people that you're going to find within the group that take running more seriously. Um, and then as you see yourself develop, that's why we have it strategic um, on Two Mile Tuesdays. If you keep coming to Two Mile Tuesdays, you're going to naturally advance to a Thursday run because you're going to be like, oh, I can do two miles. This two miles is becoming easier and easier. Let me give myself a bit more of a challenge on Thursday and I can do a 5K. Some people like come and they just be like, you know, I, I've been thinking I want to run a 5K and we just tell them to come to two mile Tuesday. And after they keep doing it, then now you running a 5K and it's not even a race. And then you do the 5K over and over, then you join a 10K group. And then after a while, you, your, your goals become larger and larger and those dreams or goals that you have become closer and closer and then now they're shooting to be half marathoners or marathoners we've mm -hmm. seen people in our groups go from barely being able to run two miles and less than a year they can do half marathons and they doing long runs with us all the time because they finding i, I think that they're finding themselves within the run mm -hmm. So your crew is pretty new. So do you have like, what's the, do you have like coaches or run leads or yeah, captains? Yeah. How, what's the breakup of makeup of your All right. Crew? So if you, if you, if anybody is listening, they can visit weron313.com and uh, select meet the team. Oh, they're listening. What do you mean if anyone's listening? Well, <laughs> I'm sorry for those who are listening, right? Mm -hmm. But those who are listening, they can visit WeRun313.com and select Meet the Team. And it breaks down our leadership board. And mm -hmm. we have captains on there. We got three. We got four captains. Well, three on the site, but it's four captains. We didn't uh, shout out to Ronnie Love. We didn't change his um, his position to captain on the site, but he is a captain. We got four captains and we have uh, pace leaders. And what those pace leaders do it's their job to um it is their job to 
just kind of help people through the run, trailing people or or to kind of set the pace for a person. If somebody want to kind of pick up the pace a little bit or if somebody's in the back, it's just their job. And too, because we we have a we have a a right turn and another right turn and a left at the beginning of our run. It's really short. We circle the block a little bit. And it's also their job to help like direct traffic so people behind won't get lost or anything like that. So we do have that. And you mentioned coaches. Mm -hmm. We do have coaches. We have uh, two uh, coaches. One One's a track and field coach and one is a strength and conditioning coach. Uh, both black women um, and experts in their fields. Super experts. One of them got like a master's degree in I'm not gonna butcher the name of uh, her her degree, but it's mm -hmm. a it's it's up there with the whole fitness thing. And the other one is a um, is a is a legendary track track and field record holder at Eastern Michigan University. Wow. Yeah, so we got we got and, pretty good. Yeah, it's crazy how they even came to everybody that's in leadership positions that's within our club. It just organically happened. It wasn't like we were like looking for these people. It was like once the run club established itself, people started coming and they organically fell into place because they were already doing those things. And we just kind of like put a title onto it and they were all down for it because it's just about building the community and it was just happening so organically. And then as we just became one with each other, just being around each other and getting to know each other more, um, it's like we just became a family. So now we have something special that detroit has that anybody can come and be a part of whether you're from detroit or if you're from out of town it's like out of towners they come and they pull up on us they be looking for where we at and then in the summertime we ask like anybody from out of town you might have somebody from la or new york or dc it's been people from all around the world to come around with us mm -hmm. Phil, how has your crew adjusted during COVID? Are you guys still doing group runs right now? So we have an off season. Um, typically during the, the winter months, we, we don't meet. However, we do um, kind of push people to stay active, um, like virtually. And then how we shifted during COVID, uh, we weren't able to open up at the time that we usually open up. Um, and then that's when we went heavy on social media, pushing a run solo campaign. Um, mm -hmm. Shout out to our creative director, Aaron Barnett, because um, we had to we had to figure out how could we still keep people engaged without being able to meet. So um, once we were able to figure that out, um, people were still staying active and tagging us from all over, um, whether in Detroit or or around the U.S. And then um, after that, we kind of got the clear from um, the governor to be able to meet, but we had to like keep our six feet and, but running was never canceled because you can run outside, but um, they were just mandating the group sizes. But uh, we ran all through COVID. Um, and then typically we'll have like an end of year gala to kind of like celebrate our collective accomplishment um, so we, we shut down, um, right at the end of December. So I saw back in November, you guys, as a group, you ran the, now what the heck is a black toenail half marathon? It was a half <laughs> marathon or a seven and a half. I've never heard of a seven and a half miler. Well, I, I, I'll, I'll explain that real quick. So 
we are a part of this um well not we are a part of it but we partake in this racing series put on by a company called trivium racing Mm -hmm. IBM Racing started out for, I'm not going to get a big history, but they started out doing events for triathletes, hence the name Trivium, but they kind of moved on towards doing more running uh, specific events. So it's a mega medal series and I got some of the medals here and I got this 2020s, uh, some of them, and then I got 2019s hanging over there, but they got five events over the year and those events make a mega medal and the black toe half merit which is actually i want to say this real quick it's actually great for the run club because the the events they start short so it start with like two 5ks an 8k and then a 10k then a half marathon so like as the year goes on the events get greater in distance which is mm -hmm. like kind of good for us to align the club to because if you just started running with us you know, you could kind of say, well, I want to run a 5K. Then by November, you like, well, I might be ready to go to long distance or something close to it. So, but anyway, the Black Toe Half Marathon is a part of that series. And it's a, it's a dreadful. Uh, it looks cold. It looks freezing cold in November. Man, oh, my like, God. He was like, I, don't, I ain't even running it this year. You know what I'm saying? And I had to tell him, I'm like, bro, if you don't run it, like the club not gonna run it, bro. Like, <laughs> I did not, I did not want to run that race at all. It's a dreadful run. It's a half marathon through like a barely, beaten, barely beaten trail, barely beat, and it's freezing. Hmm. It's, so wait, it's freezing. That, that was in November. So is like Detroit open for racing? Well, not really. But because the free um, press didn't happen this year, right? Yeah, but that's because that's like a mega race that's bringing Tribune. out 20,000 20, people. Mm -hmm. Tribum is bringing out a couple hundred people, but the way that they did it in waves, it was like 50 people they go and then 50 more people. It was probably like maybe 150 people there, so it was easy to mandate mm -hmm. um, for them. But uh, yeah, it's it, it's a it's a cold muddy race through a trail um yeah you get to select your distance between 7.5 miler or a half marathon so um some people that don't necessarily feel that they're ready for the half marathon they can do the 7.5 miler so you get a you get the option to choose mm -hmm. you want to know what's crazy about that race and i don't want to spend too much time on it what's crazy about that race is that it's like a month after the free press right and the free press is like our event as Detroit. Mm -hmm. That's our big event that we prepare for, you know, and we, we we put everything that we have physically into the free press to run at our best. And we'd be like, yo, we about to just kind of relax after that. But then it's, it's in a weird place because that race is a part of a series. You want to complete the series. Mm -hmm. So you got to kind of come out. Even, even, even more weird though. It's, it's, right after the turkey trot oh <laughs> like the day after <laughs> I, remember the doing, day. I remember doing a drumstick double which is a 5k and a 10k back to back and then the next day doing a half marathon it was dreadful yeah well that's a run challenge a lot that's when you start traveling for races you do those run challenges over the weekend yeah yeah 
Oh uh, yeah, you're talking like, about like where you get two or three medals at a time. Or something mm-hmm. Like, like there's one, there's one in Florida called Gasparilla, and you can do like four I races over two days. Like I did three, but a friend of mine did four, so she did two. She did like a half and a 15k and a 5k and a 10k, like the whole weekend. So you know what? Look, so this is the thing, and I'm gonna tell you, and I know we're gonna move forward. It's hard on us. I never <laughs> wanted to do that because like the day before you're doing your shakeout runs and i never want i never felt like yo i want to actually race the day before because i know i'm gonna be doing a shakeout and i didn't want the shakeout on my record like so i didn't want it on my athletes account you know what i'm saying (laughs) no real talk because yeah i didn't want that on my record like i didn't want a 5k that wasn't my best to be on my Mm -hmm. you know that's why well and I think the races are different for Joe and I because now we, we're we're kind of in the mindset of like we're trying to win the race, so it's not that it's not that fun. Like I used to have, like enjoy and like stop and take a picture. Yeah. So I'm not doing none of that. <laughs> it's like I'm gunning it. So if I'm running a five k, I'm trying to get it under eighteen minutes, seventeen minute five k. You know, so to to run so hard like that and then turn back around and do another race, that's not. What I'm and I remember low key, we made that decision after running the rock and roll Chicago <laughs> in yeah, 2019. We was like, bro, we just came out here, spent all this money just to kind of take it easy. Like, no, nah, we trying to win. Like, no, nah, we trying to win. Yeah. So, yeah, when you start so, yeah. running for time, you can't do those challenges. It's like you mm-hmm. go in and do your A race and, you know, do it and get out. See, me, I run for leisure. I'm not running for time. That's why I got all these. This is only like a quarter of my medal collection. I got wow. medals a year. Yeah. I yeah. don't run for time. I just run for fun. <laughs> <laughs> right. But, but but you know what? But it, it is fun, it's though. Fun. Mm-hmm. It is fun. Uh, yeah. It, and it's, it's honestly, it's all fun, too. Mm-hmm. That, that's what y'all fast people will always say it's fun and then y'all be done in, in 15 minutes and i'll be out there in 30 minutes still running it y'all <laughs> y'all be home already and i'm still on the course it's all fun mm-hmm. ain't that fun <laughs> so i saw that you guys give a uh runner of the month award each month to someone in your group yes so how did why did you start doing that? What made you want to do that? I'm sure it encourages runners. Is it like a competition amongst no. people in your group? No. This just as a disclaimer, nothing in We Run 313 is competitive. Nothing mm-hmm. at all. Um, but we started doing that because we uh, did a partnership with Rungum. Um, and to everybody listening, Rungum is a um, uh, like a, 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 a caffeine gum with uh, vitamin supplements in it. And it's for runners, but, you know, they want everybody in the world to use it all the time. They wanted to office people to use it, people at work, people doing whatever. So it's called Run Gum, and we we Run 313 did a partnership with them. And uh, we just kind of wanted to use Runner of the Month to give back to our runners and just kind of give them an incentive, I'm sorry, give them an incentive. And Rungum kind of helped us do that by filling filling bags full of their products and, you know, just kind of making it a thing. Cause people, we run 313 wouldn't be anything without the people, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So it was just an incentive we wanted to do and Rungum helped us do it. I was gonna ask you about rum gum. You you, you jumped the gun there. <laughs> so how did you guys get involved with them? Did they approach you? Yeah, it's funny. Um, 
they definitely approached us. Um, Nathan Woods, he happens to have my last name. It's crazy. Uh, he approached, I think he, I don't know if he hit you up first or hit me up, but however it came about, um, we ended up having more conversations. He hit us up in a DM and um, we had a meeting on a call and uh, he was just saying like he enjoyed how we were able to bring together community. And that's one of the big things that they were about, about community and, and our ideas aligned and um, it was a good fit. So we ended up talking more and um, we established a, a partnership with them. And um, they're, they've been helping us grow our community um, and what we do and we've been doing the same for them. So they're um, in Oregon and uh, yeah. So we're excited to continue building out with them too. So you guys are a pretty new run crew. You already have partnerships with businesses. You won a Spirit of Detroit award in 2019. What was that yeah. like for you? Oh, he got it on the wall back there. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, oh, mine up there too. <laughs> um, the Spirit, Spirit of Detroit was actually kind of crazy because uh, I had been like, doing my thing in the city. I've been an entrepreneur. Like I said, I was in music, but being in music forced me to be an entrepreneur. And I've just been doing it for almost 10 years. And I've done a lot of interesting things. I've done everything in the city of Detroit, but get that. And so for a long time, I was like, dang, like what I got to do to like, like how many kittens I got to rescue out of a tree or, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> to, to get the Spirit of Detroit award, like, you know, and then the moment I started doing something else, which is running, it came boom. And within the first two or three months of us, yeah, it was like it was like three months, three no, or four months June. in. It was no, it was June. They it told sure me, was. It was June. It was two months after we started. Yeah. So yeah. I was like, "Dog, like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying?" So that was crazy. Like the only other award to get in Detroit is the key to the city. So getting the spirit of Detroit award, being from the D, it just kind of meant everything to me. You know what I'm saying? So that, that was crazy. So what is there to do in Detroit? And and tell me what there is to eat in Detroit. Because I know, you know, Terrell. I know you know Terrell. We know a few. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The triathlete Terrell. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So that's the only person that I know from Detroit. Terrell Anderson. <laughs> yeah, he's the only Shout person I know. Terrell, and all I see him is running outside in his drawers with icicles <laughs> on, on his eyes and jumping, jumping in, in their legs. Like, uh, <laughs> right. I was like, who raised you? What's going on? So, <laughs> what is there to do in Detroit? If I'm going to come back, what what do you recommend I do there? Come to Two Mile Tuesday, first of all. First of, of course. All, that's what you got to do. Well, so not, if sure you, not if it's cold. Not if it's cold, because yeah, you got to make sure you come while we in season for sure. Mm -hmm. But um, two mile Tuesday. Um, I mean, if you experience downtown, I think that's pretty cool. You know, you got certain landmarks. You got to hit the Riverwalk. You got to hit like Campus Marshes area. Um, if you get a chance, I know. Mm. Yeah. Riverwalk, so you can look over to Canada. I'm not gonna say go to Canada because that's not Detroit. So we talking Detroit specific. Mm -hmm. um, you said you went to the Motown Museum. Um, that's pretty dope. If you get a chance, you can probably take the people mover so you can get like you can ride around to experience Greek Town. Um, 
I don't know if you do like clubbing or hanging out, but it's COVID. But um, it's places to do. Now. Okay, yeah, <laughs> ain't, ain't no hanging out like that. So, um, but places to eat. Um, are you vegan? No. Okay. Are so, you vegan? No, I'm vegetarian. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm making vegetarian I'm dancing, dancing my way there. Mm-hmm. But um, I mean, it's places to eat. It's a lot of black-owned places to eat. Um, Young Village is where we meet on Two Mile Tuesdays. Um, Joe can tell you more about that. But um, yeah. I'll, I'll say this. Let me say this real quick. You can add to it. Detroit is the only city in the United States with three major sporting arenas in the in the walking distance of each other. The only city in the United States. I noticed that. I thought that was kind of strange, but interesting at the same time. They're literally, mm-hmm. they're literally next door, like boop, mm-hmm. boop, boop. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. that's um that's something that so when people say what's there to do, well, you could walk on the baseball, see the tigers, see the lions. I don't know if you want to pay to see the lions though. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's three tickets, though. But uh, you got the Lions, and then you got the, the Pistons, and you got the Red Wings. So four uh, major league teams, they all in walking distance of each other. Mm-hmm. So what is next for Run, We Run 313? What's um, on the horizon for you guys? What's what's next? I mean, this and it's funny because me and Lance was just having this conversation because we about to get on the phone with one of our partners soon and draw a calendar. And it's like, how do you make a calendar in a pandemic, though? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But it's something businesses have to do. They We have to do outlook. We have to try to see as much as we can. But the horizon is just so foggy for not for us, but just for everyone. Mm-hmm. So, uh, we are diversifying our merchandise. We're getting into other things like this right here. You see that? What is that? A water bottle? Or y'all, y'all yeah. selling water? <laughs> well, we we, get, water. we getting into okay, okay. alkaline, alkaline water. We getting into different things. Um, like I said, we diversifying our merchandise. Um, those are some of the things that we're doing on the business side. But one of the things we're doing on the community side is just always constantly trying to grow our reach trying to grow what we doing trying to reach mm-hmm. more people like you uh runaway podcast uh the runway podcast i'm sorry and um and just reach more people reach more people in the community bring more people out hear more inspiring stories just things like that Matt, you want to say something yeah i mean i mean joe you pretty much hit the nail on the head um we do have more things going on in terms of like partnerships that we we're trying to do um don't really disclose much of that but more partnerships and and that's going to help us grow our reach um and just helping people become more healthier and happier you know detroit is one of the um cities i forgot what article but um it's been said like two years in a row that detroit is one of the most unhealthiest and unhappy unhappiest cities um, in America. And uh, what we run 313, I believe that we have the power to change that, you know, um, one, because running is such a powerful tool to you to be for you to become more connected to yourself. Um, and I've seen people develop lasting friendships. Um, I mean, over these past two years, I mean, it seems like <laughs> I, I don't want to toot our own horn, but it seems like people have really developed some real close-knitted friends that 
Mm-hmm. Like I'll be like, dang, y'all ain't invite me. Like, what's up? Like they go on a brunch, they kicking it, they all <laughs> hanging out and stuff. They at their mama cribs and everything. I'm mm-hmm. like, wow, look at this. So um I think that we have created that um safe space for people to one just authentically be themselves. Um, because there's so many spaces in Detroit where um you may have to be somebody that you may not be comfortable with being all the time whether you got to put on a suit at a networking event or you got to uh speak a certain way because you think you're around these type of people or whatever the case may be but running it's like man you just come as your most authentic self you ain't gotta like dress up to be this or whatever like everybody sweating everybody you know just being they most authentic self and then Next thing you know, you be like, oh, you a doctor? Dang, that's dope. Or, oh, you a lawyer? Mm-hmm. Dang, I would have never thought. Mm-hmm. You know, or when they in different spaces, they may have been um, or felt in your mind that someone was unapproachable because you looked at them to be a certain type of way. Mm-hmm. And, it, and and we were able to break all of that down. And then just like, is that it's a way to bring people together. That is the power of running. Yeah. So I want to thank you fellas for being on the Runway podcast, sitting down and chatting with me. It was nice to get to know a little bit more about the city of Detroit and your crew. Um, I will leave all of your social links down below, personal, and of course, the Run Crew, your merch, all of that. So everyone will know how to contact you. All right. I want to thank Lance and Joe from We Run 313. It was nice chatting with them. I got to learn a bit about their crew and of the city of Detroit as a whole. If you listen to the entire interview, you know that I did visit Detroit one time, but I am curious to get back there to get in a run with them and to actually get to see another side of the city. So thank you again for tuning into the Runwave podcast. I hope that you come back again to listen to another show and I will catch you on the next one. Later. Thank you so much for tuning into the show. Be sure to subscribe to The Run Wave on your favorite podcast app and leave us a review of the show on Apple Podcasts. It would really help me out. If you are a runner that has a story to tell and you would like to be on the show, you can email hello at therunwave.com or send us a DM on Instagram to The Run Wave. See you next time. Yeah.